Hello, good evening and welcome back to the show. It's the Chronicles of Aguna. It's the fans phoning and this is a deadline day special uh, brought to you by the last man standing with loserpool.com. As ever, I am your host, Harry Simu, and on tonight's live show, we'll be taking as many of your calls as possible. We've got such a long list of phone numbers. I don't think we've ever had a list this long. It's understandable. It's been a very exciting day, an exciting last few days, actually, uh, of course, as an Arsenal fan. So if you want to get involved, head over to Chronicles underscore AFC on Twitter. Send us a DM with your name and telephone number. If you're contacting us from abroad, we need your name and Skype address. Everyone that submits them, I will be adding them to the list and I'll be getting through as many as possible between now and 10 p.m. I promise I'll try and get as many of you in as I can. But if I don't, I have to apologize. We've had such a huge influx of numbers coming through today. Understandably so. Lots and lots to talk about. People excited um, about the business that Arsenal have managed to do in this transfer window. So, uh, you know, we're going to touch on all of that. But first, I'm going to round up today's headlines. Let's have a quick look uh, here. Firstly, Arsenal have completed the transfer of David Lewis. Uh, the Brazilian has joined the club from London rivals Chelsea in a permanent deal. He's 32 years old and this is the club's official statement. He has a wealth of experience and has made 524 club appearances in a career spanning 13 seasons. Lewis started his career in, with Vitória and Brazil before moving to Portugal, where he played for Benfica. He also had two spells with Chelsea and spent two years in France with Paris Saint-Germain, where he played under Unai Emery. That's really interesting, isn't it? He also has 56 international appearances to his name. And Unai Emery had this to say. David has huge experience and I look forward to working with him again. He's a well-known player and adds to our defensive strength. So David Lewis is in. Let me know your thoughts on the comments section. Um, what do you make of it? David Lewis at Arsenal. Did you ever think uh, you'd see the day? Let's move on to another bit of news today. And this man, Kieran Tierney, has also joined Arsenal on a long term deal. We spoke about it on our stream earlier on. He's 22 years old, made 170 appearances for Celtic and has played 12 times for Scotland. Kieran Tierney will wear the number three shirt and Unai said, we're delighted Kieran is joining us. He's a very talented player who will continue to improve. He increases our options defensively and I look forward to him joining our group. So Kieran Tierney in, David Lewis in, but we're also hearing that Alex Iwobi could be on his way to Everton. It's understood that they've agreed a deal with Arsenal. It's on the deal sheet, apparently, um, but we've not heard any official confirmation of that yet. Um, so we'll have to wait and see on that. And if anybody hears anything whilst we're on air, feel free to let me know in the comments. And of course, we will bring it up. No question about that. Right. I think it's time we headed over to our first call. Uh, what do you guys reckon? Now, we did have some issues with the audio last week with our callers, and I'm hoping that that has been resolved. If uh, there are any issues, I want you to let me know in the comments section below because I can only try and fix uh, things if I know about them because I can't hear what you guys are hearing. Um, but yeah, it'd be great if you could let me know. And if there's any adjustments that need to be made, any volumes, etc., feel free to let me know. This is a live show. I haven't got a producer I don't expect it to be perfect. And I'm sure you guys are happy to bear with us as well on this because we are trying to do a good thing. We're trying to get as many fans uh, on the phone to have their say on all things Arsenal as possible. All right, let's dial up our first caller. Here we go. Hello, 
Good evening, mate. You're on the Chronicles of Aguna. What's your name and where are we talking to you from? Hey, I'm David and I'm from Motherwell, Scotland. How you doing, David? Welcome to the show, mate. First time caller. Is that right? Yes, it's very first time caller. Good stuff. First time I watched it last week. Good stuff, mate. Good stuff. Uh, David, seeing as you're you're based up in Scotland, let's start off by talking about Kieran Tierney. How are you feeling about that? And you might be able to shed some light on Kieran Tierney, actually. Do you, have you seen him play often? Well, I'm from the same team, the same area as him. And I've watched him since he was in the Celtic youth, youth squad. Yep. What, what have and, you made of him? Oh, he's a fantastic player. Far in doubt, I think he is better than Robertson. Really? I because he can play anywhere in defence. He can play right back. What he usually does play right back with Scotland because Robertson plays on the left and he can play centre. But he's an all-round fantastic defender, and I think it's a great signing for the club. Brilliant stuff. I'm glad to hear that. The more positive reviews we hear, the better. Guys, can you let us know in the comments if all the audio is okay? Because we did, as I said, have some issues last week and uh, I'd like to make it as uh, audible as possible. Um, David, what have you made of the transfer window in general? How are you feeling about it as an Arsenal fan? Positive? Fairly positive. I'm unsure about uh, David Luizzo. Just, I don't think that's a kind of defender Arsenal needs at the moment. I think we need somebody that would be able to go forward and doesn't make mistakes. Because I watched him last season with Chelsea and he made a good few mistakes. But he, equally, David, though, he was fantastic under Antonio Conte when they won the league, wasn't he? He was fantastic. But how long ago was that? Two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, a couple of seasons ago now. A couple of seasons ago. Do you, do you think, though, do you think, though, that given that, you know, we only had a couple of days to get somebody in um, and David Lewis became available for £8 million, do you not think it was um, kind of, I, I wouldn't say settling for, for something that, you know, whatever we could get, basically, but it was certainly a, a case of Arsenal not exactly having lots of options. So, you know. I didn't actually know the price. The price here, eight million pounds, actually a good price. It's a fantastic so, price, isn't it? Because uh, I saw the bid, uh, the price uh, Upper McCannell was. He's got a re release clause of ninety odd million. But yep. I've I've never saw him play, but I saw David Lewis playing on his day when he made one hundred percent in the game. He can be a great defender. He can be a great passer. Just that, is that the player we're going to get? And we just thought about somebody that's just riding out the last year's career. Yeah, fair, fair play, mate. Um, just finally, David, what do you make of uh, Sunday's game? How are you feeling about it? Positive? What's your prediction? My prediction, I think Arsenal will win 3 0. 3-0 to the Arsenal. I'm going to be taking your prediction. So if you are calling in tonight, uh, please have those ready because I will be coming to you on them. David, thank you so much, mate. I've got to cut it short there because we've got a whole long list of people uh, this evening that we want to get through. Uh, but thank you so much. And we hope to speak to you again very soon.
Same fact as well. Right. Cheers, mate. Bye bye. Cheers, bye. Brilliant stuff, David. There uh, from up in Scotland. Right before we go on to the second caller, uh, let's look through a few of your live comments coming through. Um, da, da, da. Matt Hales says two great defensive signings, both great ability on the ball. Certainly, if Arsenal want to play out from the back, you know that's the way to go, isn't it? Um, let's see what else. Zod Sinclair says peace treaty signed. Touche, Cronky. Touche. Um, let's see what else we've got. Todd Smith says, great transfer window, probably the best I have seen in a long time. We just addressed a lot of issues that needed to be sorted. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, OD Behaviour says, leaving the transfers aside for five seconds. I can't wait to see my little man, Terrera, starting a fresh season with us, getting stuck in. Uh, Nimsy Lot says, we can still shift some deadwood to Euro clubs and make moves in January still finally moving forward. Now, before I move on to the second call, I, I, I made a little point on Twitter and a lot of people misconstrued it as me being really negative about the situation. And that's not what I'm doing. Um, I am pleased overall with the business that Arsenal have done. But what I will say is this. If you think that Arsenal all of a sudden decided to go and fork out a load of money on these players, then you'd be absolutely wrong. Because once this Iwobi deal goes through, Arsenal have recuperated all the money they've laid out on these transfers, if not more. If not more. I need to sit down and do the maths. But, you know, it certainly seems like Arsenal have recuperated that money quite comfortably. And, uh, you know, in actual fact, it's not been a case of spending a load of money. It's been more about rejigging what we do have and, and using the budget to its maximum. And in that case, you've got to give the club credit. I'm absolutely giving them credit for that. But my point is that the, the low transfer budget that we kept on hearing about wasn't a myth. It was actually the case. And Arsenal have just been very good and very clever in the way they've gone about using it. All right, let's move on to caller number two. Here we go. Let's hit the button. Hello, Andrew speaking. Good evening, mate. Welcome to the Chronicles of Aguna. Name and where are you talking to us from? Hi there. Yeah, it's Andrew Armistead from Hinkley. How you doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. Yeah, not too bad, mate. Welcome back to the show. Uh, what do you want to say this evening? Well, say there's not much going on, really, is there? I don't know uh, what we're going to talk about, to be honest. It's been a bit <laughs> quiet, hasn't it, regarding Arsenal news lately? Absolutely. Absolutely. We're struggling <laughs> for topics, aren't we? Really badly. Yeah, to be fair, I mean, I, I, I think it's uh, been an incredible uh, transfer window, far exceeding any kind of expectations that I had personally. I'm, I'm really, really happy with it. It's been uh, fantastic. Today's incomings, I'm really positive about David Luiz. I think it's a really, really shrewd bit of business, to be honest, for eight million quid. And he more more than going to be comfortable to see us through till next summer uh, when we've got Saliba, who I still don't think he's going to be ready to go immediately into the first team then anyway. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if behind the scenes we're already set the wheels in motion to get maybe either Upa Meccano or Umtiti uh, either in January or next summer already. I mean, you, you wouldn't be surprised about anything, really, would you, with uh, the way things have gone this summer? So, in the meantime, I think David Luiz, I mean, he's got Premier League experience. He's a winner. He goes straight into our team, let's face it. He's great on the ball. Um, he's, he's local as well, which you've got to take into account. He hasn't got to move. He hasn't got to get used to a new country, a new area. 
Um, you can just go slot straight in. I'm sure he knows a lot of our team already. Uh, he's got amazing hair. <laughs> he matches, matches Gwen Doozy. The hair bear so, bunch, I'm going to call them. Got a bit of long shui there um, on the pitch. <laughs> um, he's famous. He's in The Simpsons. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but he recognises London's red. That's the main thing as well, which is great. That's it. And it seems, doesn't it, that David Lewis was really disappointed by the way he was treated by Frank Lampard. He, apparently he was told that he's the fourth choice centre-half there. And I find that... I mean, a lot of people have turned around today and said, oh, but, you know, we've signed Chelsea's fourth choice centre-back. But that, to me, is That's is not quite right because he's not that far down the pecking order, is he? He obviously doesn't see eye-to-eye with Frank Lampard. They obviously have different ideas about what a centre-half should bring to the team. And he's forced to move. And the fact that he wanted to come to Arsenal and we heard that he was desperate to come and refused to train and all that makes you love him a little bit more, doesn't it? Well, exactly. I'm, I'm not just uh, genuinely, genuinely. It's easy to people to be um, thinking that I'm just saying this because we've signed him today. But I've always liked David Luiz. Genuinely, always liked the way he plays football. He plays, I put this on Twitter earlier, he, he plays with a swagger. He plays with a smile on his face and he plays like he's still in the park with his mates, kicking a ball about when he was a kid, you know, loving playing football. It just seems like he really enjoys his football. But I honestly think that, and I, I, I was um, chatting to, on Twitter to Tim Stillman earlier, <clears throat> and he's obviously um, very big on South American football, knows a lot about the South American I think his partner's Brazilian as well, so he spends a lot of time over there. And he said, I, if people are still saying that um, David Luiz is error-prone, he said they can't really have been watching him very closely over the last two or three years because he seems to have ironed a lot, a lot of that out of his game. Absolutely, um, absolutely. He, marked, he, he, he handled Lacazette and Aubameyang. They had them in his pocket, really, let's be honest, uh, uh, on the, in the final. And... Um, yeah, he's he's been uh, he's been pretty solid. He's he's honestly said, if anyone can come back to me and tell me about and he's really glaring errors he's made over the last two or three years, I'd be happy to talk to you. But there there haven't been any because he's been a lot uh, calmer in his latter career. But I tell you what, as well, even though he's uh, thirty two, he's still got the energy and fitness of someone much younger. He's got that kind of. Um, of body and fitness, he, he he doesn't seem his age, and I think he he'll be absolutely perfect for us for another year or two. Well, what you've got what you've got to think about, mate, is that if Lauren Koscielny was thirty three, obviously he was having lots of problems breaking down almost, you know, re- well, regularly. Chalk and cheese, aren't they, body wise? Absolutely, and that, and that's the point, isn't it? it? Although it's a, it may feel like a straight swap, um, but I, I think that David Lewis is is probably an upgrade on anything that we've got. At the Arsenal now, and I know that's not always saying 100%. much, but it is, yeah. isn't it? Exactly. And um, I don't know whether it's been announced yet about Iwobi leaving, but um, it's a bit strange if it hasn't been, don't you think? I mean, with the, you know, you'd think they've got the paperwork in by now and uh, announced that, but I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, anyway, I mean, I think uh, he's sorry, go on. I mean, I think so. We heard the last we heard from Ornstein was that Iwobi was undergoing a medical in London and that he'll sign a five-year contract. What's that? Sorry, mate? 
I don't get any of his messages anymore. <laughs> oh, he's blocked he's you, has he? <laughs> so, I don't know why, genuinely. But here you go. Anyway, sorry, carry on. That's all right. So apparently he um, he was having a medical and stuff. But the thing is, I was saying this to someone earlier because people were kind of panicking, like, why hadn't we heard about Lewis? Why hadn't we heard about Tierney? But so much goes on now. You know, there's the, the first interview which they film. They do all yeah. these photos and they put the videos together and stuff. There's so much to a player reveal now that it can take a little bit longer sometimes. And as long as the paperwork's been done and and all that sorted, then it's not really too much of an issue. It's just a case of waiting for the official announcement, isn't it? Very true, yeah. I mean, it's nothing like it used to be, is it? With just a quick message coming out, it's literally a full, fully on sort of Hollywood blockbuster film for <laughs> two minutes to announce his uh, signing, isn't it? But the logic one that Koscielny had was a bit... Uh, off-putting wasn't it to be perfectly honest <laughs> that yeah. wasn't quite the glitz and glamour there really he had the old shirt on which was about three sizes too small for him uh, into it like a banana yeah. but um i think uh the move eddie nicketi has made has been a really really good one in hindsight because personally i didn't want to get rid of him until maybe january and then sort of reassess then maybe send him out in january because i honestly i really really want all the youngsters to play in all the Europe, uh, Europa League games and the Cup games and give the first-team squad as much rest as possible this season because we really, really need to prioritise the Premier League this year. It's really critical for me. Um, if it ever came to the situation where the kids didn't really perform very well in the Europa League and we ended up getting knocked out, I really wouldn't give a, a monkeys to be perfectly honest this year. I know some a lot of people disagree with me. Yeah. They said we've got to win, we've got to play every competition to win, but it really didn't. I don't think it does us any favours. And as much as I would absolutely love to win the Europa League, it's it can't be our priority this year because of the way that the Premier League could be unfolding the same as last year. Agreed. I think uh, Tottenham. There are, to be fair, there. I mean. A lot of be depending on their new signings, how they perform this year. Um, but it, before that, they've made these these new signings. Um, they, they're only going one way, as far as I was concerned. They're, every single media outlet's got them to finish third, and I don't get it. I don't get why. Yeah. People say uh, there's a famous saying where um, if you keep doing the same thing, you're always going to end up getting the same results. Yeah. And their squad has been together for so many years, and their points tally has been decreasing over the last two years and i just don't get why people think that they are nailed on certainty for third i don't believe that they are it's a great point also, Andrew. It's, it's a great point sorry to cut you there mate but the iwobi news is out it's official um, oh, is it? it's oh, on great. sky sports uh, iwobi makes everton move the deal we've been waiting for this evening and alex iwobi has signed for what? everton from arsenal for an undisclosed fee as it always is with Arsenal, um, after agreeing a five-year deal. Now, we understand that it's around about £28 million up front with about £7 million in bonuses. That's what we've been uh, advised. So it's, it's quite a fair chunk of money. Andrew, sorry, just final point, mate. What, what did you want to make? Because I've got to move on to the next one, unfortunately. Um, very, very briefly, I think that um, it's not going to be beyond the realms of possibility that Liverpool is still going to have a fantastic season this year. and not get the same amount of points as last year. I, I find it hard to believe that they're going to go through another season only losing one game. Yep, I agree um, with that. It's quite conceivable that they can still have an amazing season and end up on 87 points. 
don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Two, point, two points less than last season. So very briefly, that would mean that, that the way things finished last year would be 15 points behind them. And I think that the improvements we've made in the squad um, are more than capable of winning five more matches than we did last season. Okay. Great stuff, mate. Thank um, you so yeah, much, mate. So that will basically close the gap on Liverpool as well. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Fingers and crossed, mate. Fingers, fingers crossed. Thank you so much, Andrew. And uh, we'll speak Take again care, soon. All the best. Yeah, speak soon. Bye-bye. That was Andrew the Hinkley Gooner. Let's move on to the next call. Massive hello to everybody who's watching us live at the moment across Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. There's over 100 of you tuned in now, and God knows how many of you are going to listen back to this later on. A massive uh, thank you for your continued support. Let me uh, get on to the next call. Uh, here we go. Let's hit the button. Oh, I don't think I put that in right, did I? Um, let's go again. Nope, I must have uh, the wrong number there. Let's move on to the next one and we'll come back uh, to that number. Maybe I copied it down wrong. Could be my fault. I've had a mad day, as you can imagine. Um, so I won't be surprised if, if I've made a mistake. If not recognised, please check the number and dial again. No, we're getting, that's two numbers that we're getting and we're not getting through to. Let's uh, move on to one more. Here we go. I'll have to go back and pick these up because it could be me. Uh, apologies if you've put your number down and I'm just dialing it wrong. Hello? Good evening, mate. Welcome to the Chronicles of Aguna. What's your name and where are we talking to you from? Uh, my name's Tyler and I'm from Ayrshire, Scotland. How you doing, mate? Welcome to the show. Your first time caller? Uh, yeah, first time caller. Brilliant stuff. Our second caller from Scotland as well today. How you yeah. doing? Yeah, I'm fine. Good. I'm buzzing about the news a bit tearily, but the news about a wolfie's kind of made me a bit gutted. Really? T tell us why. Well, I, I would like to have seen him in the number 10 role after Rojo. I thought, like, where he played from Nigeria, yep. I thought he'd really suit better there out wide I think he was wasted out wide so but he's a great signing for Everton oh absolutely absolutely Alex Iwobi must feel a little bit disappointed not disappointed but it must be a strange feeling for Alex Iwobi because he is somebody who is was Everton's second choice and he will be aware of that won't he I well he's Arsenal through and through so yeah that's one of the things I loved about him is been here since he was nine year old. He's knows knows how it feels. He knows what it is to play for Arsenal, and I just think it's quite a big loss. Yeah, I think he was quite popular in the dressing room too. Yeah, absolutely. Someone who came through uh, the youth. What do you make of the um, David Lewis signing? Well, it's better as getting no to read numbers and defence over there, but. He's not. It wasn't what I was wanting. I think there was better options out there. You could have got Lewis Dunk from Brighton. I thought. I, I think he'd have been a brilliant signing. And the ideal signing would have been Ukam and Ghana. But maybe that's one for January. Yep, that's one. It could be one for January. It feels like though Arsenal may not be spending any significant amount anytime soon. I don't know uh, how you feel about that. Well, I think we need to build on this. We can't just leave it at that we need to build on it work needs to continue we still that defence still needs work we definitely need a centre back then 
we're going to need a centre mid next year to see if Sebeos, if he would sign him permanent or, or back to Real Madrid. If he goes back to Real Madrid, we need another centre mid. But I've been impressed with Joe Willock. I think he's going to be really good this season. I think he could help us out a lot. Yeah. And we've got Gwen Doozy as well. Forgot about him. What, what do you think of Gwen Doozy, mate? What, what do you think about him? I've co- kind of got a mixed opinion on Matteo Gwen Doozy. Um, I'm the same. I don't really get the hype that everybody's saying, but it does. It seems to read the game well when he's always looking to go forward, but I think he's a bit overhyped. Yep, I, I agree with that. And he's one of those players, he's so young that you don't want to pass judgment on him, but also on the by the same token, you don't want to be so reliant on him. And I think that's been a, a problem for Arsenal. We've been reliant on certain players that just aren't yeah. good enough and, and, and can't cut the mustard. How do you see this season going, mate? Where where are you hoping for Arsenal to finish? Well, I would top four. Do we top four? I think we'll all finish. I think we'll get third. So we will. Because I think, I think this boy, Mark Nelly, I think he's going to have a real impact this season. So I think everybody's going to give him game time. So I think he could be a big part. I think that could be a big shot this season, Mark Nelly. I think he could bust through. He certainly looked lively, hasn't he, in the pre-season games that... Uh, he's taken part in. I, I would certainly say so. I think he's done uh, pretty well, and he missed a, a good chance against Barcelona. But for me, it was yeah. about getting in the position, wasn't it? Ah, uh, yeah. And Kieran Tierney, he's gone better. I've seen him play live, so I have a few times. Kieran yeah. Tierney, uh, he's going to be absolutely brilliant when he's fat. So yes, uh, we're hearing mm-hmm. glowing reviews on Kieran Tierney from yeah, Scotland, Kieran, which is what we want to hear. <laughs> Kieran Tierney's brilliant. So yes. Good stuff. Glad to hear it. Uh, just while I've got you on the line, mate, bear with me one second. Just going to jump over to some of the comments uh, that are coming through at the moment and get your thoughts on some of them as well. Uh, Bennett right. Bennett Hashani says, we can fight for the title. Is that a little bit premature? Uh, it's a bit premature. Like, I still, defensively, I don't think we're cut out to challenge for a title. But we could go, we could get top four, but definitely not challenge for a title. Yeah. If we got Upam and Kana, and I would have maybe said maybe, but I think so. He'll win it again. Yeah, <laughs> I think so too. Uh, just finally, mate, what's your prediction for the weekend's game? How do you see it going up at Newcastle? Uh, well, it's first game of the season. You know our record, the first game of the season. It's no great. So I'll say 2-1 Arsenal. 2-1 Arsenal. Lovely stuff. Mate, thank you so much for coming on and we hope to speak to you again very soon. Yeah, that's fine, mate. Thanks for having me on. Cheers. Cheers. Take care. Another great call. Fantastic call. There's over 200 of you watching us live now. Big hello to every single one of you and especially to Craig over at the same old Arsenal. Lewis from 40 Yards, he says, what a day. Uh, Big shout out to Craig, Lee, Graham, uh, Dan, all the guys at the same old Arsenal podcast. If uh, you haven't already, please do subscribe to the same old Arsenal podcast. Craig does a fantastic job and I'm lucky enough to be uh, one of his regular guests. Uh, so a big thank you to Craig for that. It's a fantastic show. Make sure you get involved. Right, let's move on uh, to the next call. Uh, as I say, lots of numbers coming through. You know the drill. If you want to get involved, you need to DM us at Chronicles underscore AFC with your telephone number. If you're contacting us from abroad, we need a Skype address and we will try and get through as many calls as we possibly can between now and 10 p.m. If I don't get around to it, uh, to calling you. I am sorry. And I will promise that I will message you during the week ahead of the next phone in and give you priority. That's what we're trying to do 
anyway. Uh, we are running a little bit behind the schedule, so if you're waiting for a call, don't panic. It's coming. Uh, let's go to this one here. Let's go. Uh, hold on. We've got the uh, the number here. Here we go. Um, da, da, da. Here we go. Hello. Good evening, mate. Welcome to the Chronicles of Aguna. What's your name and where are you talking to us from? I am Niall and I'm uh, calling you this evening from Glasgow. Uh, ironically, I'm just down the road from uh, Lennox Town, Celtic's training base, where, where Kieran Tierney left just last night. Fantastic stuff. You're our third caller from Scotland this evening. That's incredible. What are the chances? <laughs> uh, how are you doing, mate, first of all? Yeah, doing very well. Doing very well. Very, uh, very happy with the business that Arsenal have done today. Uh, I suppose I'd be like many of the Arsenal fans have been refreshing Twitter every single minute, tuning into Sky Sports News, trying to get all the latest updates. Um, but now that everything has been wrapped up, I think it's been a very positive window for Arsenal um, and excited for the season ahead. Absolutely. Uh, what do you think about the, uh, well, you've spoken about Kieran Tierney. Uh, I'm sure you're a fan, but what do you make of the David Lewis signing? Because, that has divided some opinion. And I'm not saying it's a 50-50 split or anything like that, but there are a lot of Arsenal fans who are not best pleased by the signing of David Lewis. What do you make of it? Yeah, I think it's come a little bit from left field. It wasn't a name that was talked about re really until about the last 48 hours or so. Uh, I think in a dream world, you're looking at uh, Upper Meccano to come in. Uh, Saliba, who's obviously gone back to St. Etienne on loan. Uh, combined with Rob Holding, and then there's real potential there for a, a central defensive partnership. But I think uh, in the bigger picture, I think Arsenal may be playing the long game with this. I think David Luiz, you know, he's 32 years of age. I think he still has two good years in him. Uh, if we can manage our finances properly, get back in the Champions League, uh, I think at that stage, then Arsenal is always going to be a very attractive proposition. And if you can get in and up in Meccano, this time, this time next year, when apparently he will be uh, going into the final year of his uh, contract, if he doesn't sign another one in the meantime, then I think it's actually a shrewd piece of business from Arsenal. Um, I do maybe question the motives of David Luiz. I mean, Chelsea um, have Champions League football, but potentially he, he he's not going to see a lot of first-team action under Frank Lampard, who it looks like is going to go with Rudiger and Christensen at, at centre-back. So... Uh, I think we've been the ones to profit from him not being in favour at Chelsea. This is different, though, isn't it, to previous times when we've taken players from United or Chelsea. This is the player wanting to come to Arsenal. He's obviously had some sort of issue with Frank Lampard. He obviously knows Unai Emery and feels like he would fit in at Arsenal and it's a good home for him. And personally... You know, I don't think that David Lewis is the greatest centre-half in the world. I think he's a fantastic footballer, though. Very talented, very comfortable on the ball, can take a free kick, um, often plays fantastic balls over the top. And with the runners we've got now, you'd hope that that would be something we see as well. Uh, but this is yeah, different. I, 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 think that's the, I think that's the big point, Harry. You know, we've got the likes of uh, Aubameyang. We've obviously added serious pace 
uh, in Nicolas Pepe as well. And, and for me, I've watched David Luiz obviously lots in the last last couple of years. He is fantastic at playing that diagonal ball over the opposition's uh, left back, particularly. Uh, and if if we can get Nicolas Pepe onto that, that can really stretch defenses, get us higher up the pitch, um, uh, you know, and get us on the front foot because. Um, you know, we are absolutely at our best when we're on the front foot. When we've got to, to sit in against teams, particularly away from home, we've been just getting picked off and we've been too easy to play against. Um, uh, and I think that there, there's real potential there as well as he is very comfortable on the ball. And the, the style that I feel Emery wants to play, I think I think we need players like that. The only one we really had last year was Rob Holding. And then then obviously he got he, he got injured. Uh, Socrates is okay on the ball, but he doesn't really have the range of passing. I, I would think that alongside David Luiz, there is the potential there for a decent partnership. Absolutely. Absolutely. Almost 300 people are tuned into us live at the moment. That's incredible. And before you carry on, mate, I'm just going to uh, share, for those who didn't see it, uh, Alex Iwobi has, of course, joined Everton. Uh, people are asking me in the comments section uh, below about that which is uh, why I'm sharing the news. Let me uh, share my screen with you guys. Uh, Open the wrong tab there. Here we go. Let's have a quick look so you guys can see. Those of you, of course, watching live uh, will be able to see my screen. And here it is. Arsenal uh, have uh, confirmed it. And this is what Unai Emery had to say. He said, Alex has made a big contribution at Arsenal. He worked hard in the academy where he was an example to many young players and has been an important part of our squad. We wish Alex... Every success in the future, Unai Emery. Uh, what do you make of the sale of Alex Iwobi? I was surprised that Arsenal sanctioned this. And I made a point earlier on in the show that I think it was about balancing the books again. Um, yep. And whilst like people like Reese Nelson and Bukayo Saka look like they've got bags and bags of talent, at the end of the day, Alex Iwobi is more proven than them, isn't it? So is it a gamble to let Alex Iwobi go? in terms of kind of weakening our squad depth? Well, I, I certainly think, you know, Alex Iwobi has uh, obviously had a lot more game time than the likes of uh, Reese Nelson, certainly more than Saka, definitely more than Martinelli, who's going to be new to the Premier League. So in that aspect, you know, it is a little bit disappointing. He's, a, he's someone who's come through the academy, but for me... In the bigger picture, he's an he's an inconsistent he's an inconsistent player. And I do have a certain amount of sympathy for him in that he was shifted out onto the left hand side. Is probably more uh, a natural number ten or central player. Um, but I think if we're looking to really go to the next level, even to to challenge the likes of City and Liverpool, I, I don't think Alex Iwobi is going to have a huge part to play in in a team that really goes to that level. Um, so it's one of those it's one of those players that's left the club, and you're thinking, oh, I'd love I'd love for him to have the chance to kick on, but you know, in reality, if we can get good money in, which I think you know t- talks of around 35 million, if you can reinvest that into other areas of the team, possibly in January, maybe even uh, next summer, I think in the bigger picture, it, it's not a bad piece of business. Um, how well some of the younger players will do, you know, it remains to be seen. Reese Nelson had a bit of a mixed time on loan uh, in Germany last year. Started off like a house on fire, but it fizzled out just a little bit. Emil Smith-Rowe is still at the club. He could uh, potentially play some of the cup games, some of the Europa League games. Do I see it as a gamble? 
not overly, because I don't think with the signing of Nicolas Pepe um, that Alex Uobi was going to see as much regular game time as what he would have done last year. Fair, fair point, fair assessment. Great points indeed, mate. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. I've got to move on, unfortunately, because we've got a really yeah. long list of calls tonight. Uh, but thank you so much. Thanks, Ron, no problem. And we hope to uh, speak to you again soon. Yeah, cheers, mate. All the best. All the best. Cheers. Another brilliant call. Lots of brilliant calls coming in this evening live on air. We have around about 286 of you watching live right now across the three platforms, YouTube, Facebook, and I, uh, Twitter, almost said iTunes there. Thank you so much. Let's move on uh, to our next caller. Here we go. All right, let's hit the button. Here we go. Hello. Good evening, mate. Welcome to the Chronicles of Aguna. What's your name and where are we talking to you from? Um, I'm, uh, my name's Dan, uh, Daniel from Exeter. Daniel, how you doing, mate? Welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm not too bad, mate. Um, I'm in quite good spirits after the uh, transfer window we've had this, uh, this window. It's been, uh, what can I say, very unarsenal like And so, um, yeah, you, so you should be in good spirits. It has been quite good, hasn't it? Uh, mate, I want to get your opinion on uh, David Lewis. We've got a comment coming in from uh, Gozmaz out in Cyprus who says, Emery clearly knows David Lewis having managed him at PSG, so he knows what he's getting. In your opinion, is that why Unai Emery has opted for David Lewis? Has he gone for what he knows? I think it's a couple of things, to be quite honest. Um, I think it's... Uh, I think we we all know that we tried to get um, Umpacano, but unfortunately, you know, I think we left it too late in the transfer window to try and get that done. So I think it's a case of, you know, getting getting somebody who's got more experience and you know David Luiz has got a lot of experience he's got um you know he's won multiple titles of uh with uh Paris Saint-Germain with um Chelsea um so he's he's got a lot of experience he the only thing that worries me is he has got a mistake in him he has got a he he's a little bit similar to Socrates in the sense that he has got a red card in him as well. I do feel like, um, I do feel like if they're both playing together, which in my opinion, maybe that should be the starting center back pairing as, you know, moving forward until holding comes back from injury. Um, I do feel like they're very similar in that they're both aggressive defenders, aren't they? They both like to put themselves about and, but I do feel like they've, that you know, David Luiz has got a red card in him. Um, yeah, I don't think so you're that, wrong there. I don't think you're wrong. I, there. I just, I just li listen. Like having David Luiz in for the experience, I think it's brilliant because he can You know, he's a winner, and I think this defense needs, you know, needs, uh, you know, needs an experienced defender. But I just, I just feel he has got a mistake in him. But you know, we got in Tierney as well, which is Tierney's brilliant. You know, I, I actually do think he'll be a good. You know, a good signing as well. We got in Pepe. Um, you know, we all know about Pepe. He's, you know, he's a lot of clubs wanted him. Um, so I do think, but for me as well, with this transfer window, it's not been just about the signings we've made. It's kind of, for my opinion, it's, it's reinstated my faith in this board because, you know, we, we've had the, we've had false promises from the past regime. 
but for, for too long, you know, we had, oh, yeah, we're going to get players in, we're going to get players, you know, of top quality. And then we ended up signing, you know, like Macedonian wonder kids or something, you know, and it's not <laughs> quite worked out. <laughs> um, but, you know, this time I really do feel like they've delivered on everything they've promised. You know, I, I do feel like that. And not just the incomings, but the outgoings. I mean, look, we, you know, Awobi went for 40 million and that, you know, you know, remember a couple of seasons ago we signed Meza Erzul for forty million. So, you know, I don't think personally I don't think Awobi is worth forty million. But to get forty million from him, I think that's great, great business by the club. You know, I think that also shows that we're not just going to let our players go for free now. You know, you you have going to you if you want our players, you're going to have to pay top dollar for our players because for too long we've let good players go. For, for next to nothing and it's damaged us as a club it's damaged us in terms of bringing top quality in and now we're you know now the tide is turning we're actually thinking and acting like a big club don't get me wrong we were never going to fix all our defensive problems in this window that was never going to happen you know we were not going to go from where we were last season to title challenges this season because there's too much to fix but I think we're definitely making a step in the right direction, you know, and if we can keep, you know, maybe get, get top four this season, um, maybe get to January, assess it in January and then get a top quality defender in, maybe not in January because it's too hard to get those kind of defenders in. And then, you know, I, I do think, I do feel a bit positive about, you know, I do, I do feel quite, um, I do feel quite upbeat. I do feel like we are, we have turned a corner and we've got, we've got not aggressive players on the pitch, but we've now we've got an aggressive board who are going to go out there and get these deals done. And, you know, like they, we have to, we, you know, we, we're quick enough to slam this board and slam this regime when they're not doing things we, we don't like. But Absolutely. we have to give them, we have to give them praise. You know, we have to because they've gone out there. And let's not forget, we're a Europa League team. You know, we're in the Europa League. So to get the players that we did, especially Pepe, who is probably, you know, he could have, he could have had the pick of, you know, like your Madrid, your Barcelonas, your, you know, your Juventuses. But he chose to come to Arsenal. You know, he chose to come to Arsenal. So that just says to me as a club, we've still got pulling power when it comes to a in these big names. And you look at, you know, you look at teams like Man United who are struggling to get to get players in, and you know, you know, Man United is probably the biggest club in in England. You know, by by them and Liverpool. So for us to do the business we've done, we can't underestimate that. We have to give we have to give so much credit to the board and and so much credit to what they've done because. At the start of the window, everybody was a bit negative, you know, after the Europa League final and that. It was a bit bit of a floppy end to the season. But I just feel like now this has given everybody a big lift, you know, and especially we're only, what, a couple of days away from going into the Newcastle game. I just feel like... It's, I think we're going to surprise a lot of people this season. I really do. But what this I does really mean, do. though, doesn't it, mate? What this does mean is that now there is no excuse if Arsenal don't make the top four. So my question to you is, what happens to Unai Emery if Arsenal don't make the top four? Well, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think 
last season was a bit of a, you know, we, we gave em, Emery a pass because essentially he was working with the same squad, just a few additions. And he n- not really made, not really influencing it in terms of transfer dealings and stuff. And, um, but I, I do agree this, this year he's got to get top four. You know, a top four is top four is minimum. Maybe a trophy as well. I'm, I may be a little bit ambitious, but maybe an FA Cup, which is not out yeah. of our out of our possibilities. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, top four. We've got to get. You know, I said it. You know, before the Europa League game, I was saying to people that if we don't get the Champions League, we could be in real trouble. Um, but, and we didn't get Champions League, but I do feel a bit more positive after the, this, the kind of window that we've had. But yep. yeah, we've got to get we've got to get back onto Europe's top table because absolutely we we need to be there. We we are um, we the players we've got now. It's not a Europa League team. I mean, people are going to naturally look at the defence, and and you have to understand as well. Like we we've wanted excitement, and now we've got excitement and. Okay, yes, uh, while defenders are a necessity and they're a big part of our game, but when you think about it, defenders aren't really exciting signings. They're not really yeah. the signings to get As you fans, off the seat. Absolutely. absolutely. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, when, like if I was to say to you, like if I, if, I was to say, if I was the board and I was to say, get excited, you're not going to think of, oh, I really want a Delict or an Africano. You're going to think of those Pepe's, Aubameyang's, Lacazette. Yep, that's right. Uh, that's right. You know, even even maybe Zahars and and I think people have got a little bit, maybe, you know, the border delivering with excitement, but maybe because you know we haven't had it for so many years. I think they're sort of now we've got it. They're sort of looking at it and going, well, we need defenders. So yep. I think I think the board, you know, you can't, you know, for years we've been slamming this board about getting exciting signings, and now we. Now they've now done it now, haven't they? Because, yeah, because they've done it. You know, they, we can't really get on their case. I mean, yes, defend. We do need defenders. We 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 massively need a, a top draw centre back. But in terms of, you know, in terms of what the board said they were going to do, they delivered. And to be quite honest, Absolutely. I have a little bit more faith in this board. I really do. And now it's now it's down to matters on the pitch. And I'm really glad, and I'm, and I'm, I also like the fact that we've had this window, and the window has ended right before the season. Because what yep. it's done is it's got all the fans hyped up. And I tell you what, that Newcastle game away at Newcastle is going to be some atmosphere. And then back at the Emirates for Burnley the game against Burnley, it's going to be, you know, that game's already a sellout. So like <laughs> that says all you need to know. It's going to be, That's it's it. going to be rocking. It's going to be amazing. And you know, and a good start to the season with good with the fans in good spirit. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a season ticket holder myself. So uh, yeah, Dan, you know, Dan, you're getting lots and lots of love in the comments. Lots of love. Everyone's saying big shout out to Dan. A lot of people recognised your voice and they know exactly who you are and they're singing yeah, your praises. I, I thought they might. <laughs> I thought they might, mate. I thought I thought they might. Brilliant um, stuff, Dan. Uh, uh, apologies, I'm going to have to leave it there, mate, because I'm running out of time and I've got uh, a load of numbers to get through. But thank you so so much. Some great points, and I hope to have you on again soon. Yeah, definitely. And keep up the good work. I love listening to your show, man. It's brilliant. So keep keep it up and uh, I'll definitely be on again. Thank you very much, mate. All the best. Then we'll speak soon. All right. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Yes, that was Dan, the man who appears on AFTV. That's that's right. 
Uh, lots of you recognized him instantly uh, in the comments section there. Let's move on to another caller. We're running a little bit behind, uh, but I'm still, you know what, if we have to go a few minutes over, we have to go a few minutes over. It's no big deal. Uh, got nothing better to do, have I? <laughs> Let's get on to the next call. Here we go. Good evening. Good evening, mate. Where are we talking to you from and what's your name? My name's Melvin from Sunny Essex. Melvin, how you doing, mate? Welcome back to the show. Yeah, lovely. Thanks. Thanks very much. Good stuff. How, how are you feeling about the business that Arsenal have managed to get done uh, right at the end of this transfer window? I think it's very critical to be critical of the of Arsenal way they've done it. I think things have just fallen into place as they wanted them to. I mean, the won't be thinking even that the last minute. They, they got some money back from that and they've actually balanced the books, which I didn't think they'd be able to do. So it's great. And we've and actually, we've got a better squad now. I feel we've got a much better squad. Yeah, you're absolutely right that they've balanced the books. And this is kind of the point I was making earlier. It's not a bad thing that they've balanced the books. I appreciate that given the mess that we were in and the way things have been going in the last couple of seasons, that is imperative. But people took you know that... Very sorry, yeah. sorry, Harry. That's you know what's right, that's very right. important, though, what people have missed out on. We've now... Forget about the directors. So, you know, they've done all right. But any negotiating team, that's where the upgrade is. Absolutely. They've actually done the business and they've done it for good prices. So I think that, really, it makes a change to have a negotiating team that seems to have half a clue. Absolutely. No question about that. That's That's been the difference here. Um, let's just jump to the comments, Melvin, while you're on, on the line. I'm going to get your take on some of them as well. Um, here we go. Uh, Zod Sinclair says Everton and Wolves are strong. I pray we don't underestimate them ever. Great fighting managers and balanced fighting squads. Do you think that Everton and Wolves can pose a threat to Arsenal? Are they teams we should be looking out for, or should we just be looking up and worrying about the Spurs, is the Uniteds, and the Chelsea's of this world? Four weeks ago, I'd have said looking down. I think now we can look up. They've got they've got to catch us now. I think things have really taken a change for the better. I mean, even about the, um, the centre-half we've just got. I mean, no, he wasn't on top of my list. He wasn't on top of a lot of people's list. But he's an upgrade in what we've got, and that's very important. Absolutely. There's no question about that. What do you make of the Kieran Tierney signing? Are you pleased with that one? I'm a little bit gutted that he won't be ready for action straight away, but I suppose we just got to be patient. Yeah, we. I mean, he's 22 years old. We're going to see a lot of this kid. And, he's, and I'll tell you something, I've got a thing that might be a bit uh, controversial. I reckon he'll have a more in influence on the team than Pepe. I really do. Because I think not only, can, not only his defensive work, I've seen a little bit on YouTube, he can actually attack down that line and get crosses in where our forwards have never had that before. So I reckon he's going to make a lot of goals. Yeah, it's a, it's a great point. Uh, how are you feeling then going into the new season? Are you feeling like top four should happen. Do you agree with me that now that if Unai Emery is to miss out on the top four, there will be no excuse now. He's He's got, what, 10 players in over the two summers. Uh, that's almost the whole team. He's had enough now, hasn't he? I would say yes. I know what your feelings are, Harry. I would say yes. But one <laughs> thing against that is that to start with, the first half a dozen games or more, we won't have our strongest team. Absolutely. And we've got some very good teams we're playing. So if we all of a sudden have a bad run, and let's face it, in life, confidence is a very big thing. So it's very important that we go against the grain and win games perhaps we shouldn't win with the, with the 11 we got on the field. If we get past that, then he's got no excuses now if we don't finish in the top four. 
Absolutely. And you're right in saying that, you know, we start the season. It's a little bit funny, isn't it? Because some players go on international duty, fitness levels are all at sort of different levels and you can't always field your best team. But it's it's going to be a difficult start. We've got Newcastle away on the first day. We don't know how that's going to go. They've made a few signings. A lot of people have been negative towards Steve Bruce, but I'm sure when it comes to it, you know, the Toon Army will be right behind them. You're going to then have Burnley at home. I, I think we'll win that. But then it's Liverpool and Spurs. And all of a sudden, when you think about it, Arsenal could end the first month of the season without very many points. But it's important that we stay patient, isn't it? Exactly. And keep the confidence up. Like I say, those first four games, we won't have a strongest team. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Melvin, while you're on the line, uh, a Spurs fan has managed to find his way into the live stream and he's put <laughs> Yidami in the comments. Mate, you are sad. Go and watch a Spurs channel. Bloody obsessed with us in every sense of the word. Jesus Christ. Uh, actually, Luke, while you're on here, <laughs> I wanted to ask you, I was looking for Dabala on fantasy football, but is he a midfielder or a striker? Because I couldn't find him. Yeah, that's what I thought. Exactly. Uh, who? who? <laughs> exactly. Is that Spurs? Is that the same as Tottenham? I think so. I think so. All right. Thanks for that. Yeah, they, they, they haven't won anything, so I don't, you know, they're not a famous <laughs> club. Anyway, uh, yeah, get rid of them not out of the chat. Obsessed you know, we've got a very big, Harry, if we do well this season, we've got a very big decision to make at the end of the season, haven't we? What's that? <laughs> Where to put the Royale uh, statue. That's it. The Raul statue needs to go somewhere, doesn't it? You know what? If we do, a big decision. That's it. If we do really well and we bring in loads of revenue, we can even build a cheese room like Spurs. Imagine that. Oh, Imagine fantastic. That. Imagine yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Melvin, what's your prediction for the opening game of the season? Newcastle United versus Arsenal. It's on the Sunday. It's a 2pm kickoff live on Sky yep. Sports here in the UK. What is uh, your prediction? I fancy a 3-1 uh, result. I really do. And also, I think the difference with our team now is that I think that if we go one up against any team, they'll be frightened to attack us because we can break so quickly now. It's like Liverpool were a few years ago. Absolutely. Not the greatest defence, perhaps yet, but that will improve. But our attack, they cannot afford to throw too big um, forwards against us, players against us. Yeah, it's a team that certainly will excite. Melvin, thank you so much for coming on again, mate. Really, really appreciate it. And That's I'm right, sure. Harry. Thanks very much. Have a great weekend and well done. Thank you very much, mate. I'm sure we'll speak uh, in the very near future anyway. All the best. Cheers. That's the brilliant Melvin Marks, a regular caller to the show. Uh, let's move on to the next number. Uh, we've been going for an hour now. Well, just under an hour, 55 minutes. But uh, I've got a list in front of me. I will be coming to those calls. If we have to go to 10 past, quarter past, then so be it. Um, it's a big day for Arsenal. It's transfer deadline day. This is a special. Uh, so, you know, it's only fair. Let's move on to our next caller. We've gotten through quite a few this evening. Hello. Good evening, mate. Welcome to the Chronicles of Aguna. What's your name and where are we talking to you from? Hi, Harry. It's Albert from Romford again, mate. I spoke to you last week. Albert, how you doing, mate? How's Romford these days? <laughs> it's not it's not bad. I'm originally South East London, but uh, I, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an, an adopted, being a keyword, um, Essex person now. Whereabouts in South East London? Um, I'm, I'm originally from New Crossgate. Okay, cool. Yeah, stuck in between Peckham and Lovely Lucian. Yep, I used to be in Croydon <laughs> back in the day. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah. well, back in the day, mate. Back yeah, in the day. Night, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, back in the day, uh, I, I didn't have a choice. I was too young at that point. Um, 
<laughs> but now I'm, I'm in North London and I'm enjoying the Arsenal, of course. Good. And Good, mate. that's what it's all about. What, what do you want to say, mate? How have you uh, taken uh, the transfer window? Are you pleased? Are you excited? What are your feelings on Iwobi, on Tierney, on Lewis? Cool, Harry, where do I start, mate? Um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I tweeted you yesterday um, about Kieran Tierney. I said to you, if he, if he turns out to be a flop, um, you've got every permission to have a go at me, but he, he won't be. But um, I, I favourited <laughs> that tweet, by the way. I've saved it. <laughs> <laughs> well done. No, good. No, um, you know what? To be honest with you, I'm more probably buzzing about him than Pepe coming in. Don't get me wrong, I'm happy about him coming in, but like, as I said to you last week, I'm a massive fan of Kieran Tierney. You've seen him play. I know he's been on Arsenal's radar for I think, probably a couple of years, and so I'm buzzing he's here. Um, in regards to um, everything you just mentioned, um, in, terms, in terms of the actual summer window itself, um, for me, I was looking at it in terms of more as the players leaving as well as the players coming in, but I mean, the one word I'd use to describe this transfer window, I, I can't remember a transfer window like it whilst well, I'm being brutally honest. Um, it's, it's unbelievable in, in, in inverted commas. Um, <laughs> We've managed to clear out some dead wood. Um, the transfers that's come in are a mixture of youth with Ceballos and Saliba and Martinelli. We've got ready-made with experience in terms of Kieran He's ready to go in straight away. And well, he's injured at the moment, but hopefully he'll come back soon. And David Louise. Um, with Louise, I'll, I think I tweeted you as well. I think I'm, I'm definitely 50-50, but it's more of a positive for me than a negative. Yep. I, I agree um, with you. I think I think it is a positive in the sense that, you know, we've got to appreciate that Arsenal were trying to persuade Lauren Koscielny to stay. Unfortunately, exactly. that didn't happen. And we left ourselves with two days. All things considered, two days, you know, we could have easily had our pants pulled down on the fee as well because we were so desperate. But that yeah. didn't happen. You know, eight million pounds for David Lewis. He's proven at the highest level. He's played for some good teams, some very strong teams. He's a winner, Champions League winner, Premier League winner, League and winner. He's done it all. You know, yeah, it, it, it's yeah. it's got to be seen as a positive, hasn't it? It is. I, I agree with Harry. Like that's the key thing. Like you said, that it's the it's the experience within the Premier League. He, he, he came here before. He went to PSG. He played under Emery. Came back to the Premier League. Um, you know, tell me a centre after hasn't got a mistake in him. I mean, you know, you know what I mean? It, it, it happens, unfortunately. Um, yes, he does take risks. He's done that throughout the whole of his career. But it happens when you, you try know, and play football out yeah, from the back, yeah. doesn't it? And that's the modern way. So you're going to get those things. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not going to get on him with that because you know he's 32 years old, Harry. He's not going to change now. Is he? He's been doing it for his career for for, for Brazil, for Chelsea, for um, PSG. So yeah, um, for eight million quid, Harry. You know, two year contract. I, to be honest, as you said, within with two days left in the window, can't really complain at all, right, if I'm being brutally honest. Um, and, yeah, like I said, I think with this summer transfer window, it was clear for most Arsenal fans, if we're honest, that not all the issues were going to be addressed. Um, I mean, I'd love to woke up this morning and, you know, we brought a right back on loan or, or we managed to dig one out of, the, out of the woodwork and, you know, get one on a permanent, but, you, you can't have everything all, all at once, <laughs> to be honest. I see it. Are you are you uh, pleased that Enketia has got his loan? He's gone to Leeds. You know, Harry. I think. Yeah. You know what? I think that. I think I've not got an issue with him going out on loan. I think that's a really, really good move for him. I hope he absolutely rips it up and tears it up in the championship for Leeds. Um, and just get him, get him game time, Harry. You know, we can't just rely on him being at Arsenal and coming in for Carabao Cup games, Europa League games. You know, a, a regular run of games. 
um, being a hitman, being a man to put the ball in the back of the net. Yes, it's a championship level, but then how are you going to get experience if you're not playing regular football? It's at the very top of the championship level, though, isn't it? Exactly. Leeds are one of the top teams. They've got a fantastic coach in Bielsa. So, you know, if there was a place to go, Leeds was it. And I know that he was close to joining Bristol and he just didn't turn up to the medical because the Leeds thing came up. And that's understandable, isn't it? You can see why he'd want to play under that manager, play at a big club like Leeds, where there is pressure. It, it's... It's not Arsenal, but there is pressure there at Leeds. There is an expectation that they are they get themselves back in the Premier League. They're a huge club, so in many ways, it kind of mirrors, you know, the the, the kind of pressure that he's going to uh, have to deal with at the Arsenal. Yeah, definitely. Um, and uh, a quick word on Raúl. Um, I think I don't know if you probably picked up on it. A lot of Arsenal fans when the when Arsenal did the interview with Vinay and Raúl with, with Laura Woods over the two part series and. I can't remember his exact words, Raul, but I think, yes, he's an experienced negotiator. He's very good at what he does and being at Barcelona. But I think even he sort of mentioned in that interview that working in the transfer market in this country, it, <laughs> I think is a bit of a shock to the system for him. So that that can't be downplayed. That And I think that's quite key. You need to get, even if experience as a guy as he is, you know, you need to get used to working in your surroundings. So he's proved his metal, he's worth, he, he, he's, his due diligence uh, at being very good at what he does. It's been an, it's been an unbelievable window. Um, and in regards to Iwobi, um, I think for me, it's it's good business. Um, I do wish him well. I just think you can be a, an attacking player or a striker, but more so an attacking player. Um, you can have all the ability in the world. You can have all the technique in the world. You can have the most assist in the world. But Harry, for me... It's goals that propel you in terms of market value and your worth in the team. It's absolutely paramount. And like there's three other players, I know I know they're playing different positions to him, but in terms of age and their goal return, I look at people like Jonas Sancho and Sterling and even Serge Gnabry, who we had. Mm -hmm. um, and if you look at their stats in terms of goals scored, they're in double figures. I, I don't think even. Iwobi's had that in his in any of his seasons at Arsenal um, since. Yeah, I don't think he has got that at all. So yeah, it does. His goals not everything, but in terms of winning football matches, it, it is. And I just think that's the one thing that sort of let him down in terms of his the end product, football. isn't it? Yes, it, it's been the goals for me personally. Um, I don't know what you thought about that. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Iwobi's always kind of done the rest of the things right. He's always been a good dribbler, been able to link up with players, works extremely hard, does a job when he's asked to, etc. But it's always been that final end product that has let him down, unfortunately. And like you said, it is good business. I'm a little bit sad to see him go. Um, yeah, of course. But that's just football, isn't it? And, and we've kind of got to get used to it. Albert, thank you so much, mate. I'm going to have to leave it there uh, no, just because no of mate. time. Thank you so much for coming on again. And we'll speak again soon, mate. All the best. Yeah, definitely, mate. Same to you, mate. Thanks. Bye-bye. Another brilliant call. All the calls this evening have been sensational. Uh, over 300 of you watching us live now. Unbelievable. Uh, if you're watching on uh, YouTube at the moment, please, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button. If you haven't already, hit the like button. Two, one, two, three. Everybody hit the like button. That's so, so important. We really need those likes. It really propels the videos up the uh, ranking so please do that and share it with your friends uh, and tell your friends all about it the football fans phoning on the chronicles of aguna every thursday night between 9 
and 10 p.m. And don't forget the following morning, you can download it as a podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube or Spotify. Uh, right. Let's move on to our next call. Just a couple more to get through. So this is the uh, penultimate one, I think, um, because we've got to leave it somewhere, haven't we? <laughs> Here we go. Hello. Good evening, mate. Welcome to the Chronicles of Aguna. What's your name and where are we talking to you from? Hey, Harry, it's Yigal, Mr. Patience himself. <laughs> How you doing, Mr. Patience? You all right? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I was screaming for patience, man. Our fan base, we, I love us. We, we always do this, but even the Arsenal admin is starting to get pissed off at us. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you make of the transfer window there, mate? That's what we're all sort of gassed about this evening. Of course, Arsenal have signed... Honestly. Tierney, Lewis. It started off. It started off on a negative note. Everyone was saying we care. Do you? Guess what? They didn't only show us that they care, but they showed us that we're, things are changing around here. They picked up their bootstraps and they're getting ready to go. They don't. They don't care no more. It's not about. It's not about competing for top four. It's about one day challenging for the league. Absolutely. That that's got to be the end goal, isn't it? You've got to 100%. reach for the stars, as they say, and and try and hit the maximum. Uh, how are you feeling about the Alex Iwobi thing? We've heard a little it's, while it's ago while we were man. live. It's emotional, man. I was looking on Twitter just a few minutes ago, and you can remember, like, I, I'm not that old, so I haven't been I haven't been watching Arsenal for for as long as you, Harry. But uh, when it comes to when it comes are you trying to, to say I'm old? Are you trying to say no, I'm old? No, I'm, I'm just saying you're, you're probably have a couple of years on me. But when it comes to when it comes to Arsenal, uh, Alex Iwobi, I, I've seen him his whole uh, his whole career, like from from when he came in. So it's like it's emotional. I remember when he scored these uh, his early goals when he first came in, how he used to celebrate, and like just seeing that video on Twitter that I seen a few, uh, a few minutes ago. Where, where there's music playing in the background and he said, I'm going to play for Arsenal forever. It just hurts. It hits you a little bit, but you understand it's football and this is a sport and players are going to move on. I just wish him the best. And I'm happy that he's staying in the Premier League so we get to watch him grow. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, from Iwobi's point of view, this probably was the right move for him. Everton are not exactly a team that are going to, you know, struggle at the bottom of the league. They're a team that are going to be pushing at the top six. They'll probably be the best of the rest, as you say. Hey, um, we don't know. They might get in the top six and kick United out. That would be know. nice, wouldn't it? That would be nice. And Iwobi scores, be scores the decisive goal at Old Trafford. That'd and be one brilliant. thing I want to say, I noticed that you, uh, the whole the whole offseason, you were pushing for Arsenal to look at right-back options because you're not so convinced about Maitland-Niles being the right-back. Absolutely. Because Beller, Bellerin might not be healthy, but as Scottish fans will tell you, Kieran Tierney can also play right back. If if we feel comfortable with our left back options to cover, we could also put in Kieran Tierney as a right back at times. If if we want him to to maybe stick to his position and get used to the left back position, we might not want to do that too early. But that's another option now that we've. Signed I've Kieran heard Tierney. that. I've I've heard that a lot, my friend. But yeah. my issue with that is I don't like left footed players playing at right back because. Okay. When you're attacking, it's different because if you're an attacker playing on the wrong side, you know, you can go down the outside and cut inside and fire off a shot. I think if you're a right, uh, a left footer playing on the, you know, right hand side, you're, you're, uh, you're basically showing the, the, the winger where to go, you know. So if, if you're left footed, then he's not going to go inside you. And often 
fullbacks show players inside because there's more defensive cover there and that way they can snuff them out. But if you're attacking a right-footed, uh, sorry, a left-footed right-back and you're going on his outside and he's having to turn and rebalance, I feel like that just doesn't work and it's not ideal. And I think it doesn't work the other way around either. And we've seen that in the past. That's kind of why I'm not too keen on Tierney playing right-back. I appreciate that he's done it before and he does it for Scotland or whatever, but I just that's not ideal for me. But just to compare it to like Cancelo that signed for Man City, I think that's his name. He he can also play both positions, and I'm assuming Man City would probably use him in both positions. So I'm saying that's an option for us. I'm not saying it's preferable, but it is an option. And all we can do is say we have these more options and understand that the squad depth is getting better. Yeah. No, for fair, comes, fair comment. Yeah, when it comes to predictions, I, I I like to I like to I don't like to really do too much predictions. Hopefully, we get top four. I'm I'm I, I feel like we should, but I'm not gonna say hey this is the order or anything. Just let's be in there first of all. And when it comes to um the game on 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 Sunday against Newcastle, I feel like hopefully we're gonna win. Hundred percent, I'm confident now, and I feel like that the whole playing away syndrome is hopefully gone and we kick it off with a win away from home in Newcastle and oddly enough that was two fan bases at the beginning of the window that were both in turmoil and seem to have both had decent windows and seem to both are going to be up for the first game so we'll see how rocking that, that stadium is going to be that day. Absolutely. Brilliant stuff, my friend. I'm going to have to leave it there. Uh, it is 10 past 10. We've run well over, but thank you so much. Hey, Harry, good job. And 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 make sure every time you go on 90 Min, you give those guys trouble. <laughs> thank I you very it. much. Man. I hate it when we don't have Arsenal reputation on those other channels. Check it out. Check it out, guys. I was on 90 Min. Uh, the re- video was released this afternoon, actually. I don't know if you've seen yeah, it, um, the top six. I haven't six. seen it yet, no. i just seen the big pictures. Have a Harry, look at that. Thanks, it was a good review. It was good fun. Cheers, mate. Thank you so much. Peace. Lovely. Now let's move on to our final caller of the evening. It is 10 past 10. We've gone 10 minutes over. We're going to go to one more call. It's not a big deal. And this one uh, is an international one. Um, Let's just find the details. I had it up on my screen, but I must have closed the conversation. Let me know uh, what you've thought about tonight's show in the comments section below. Uh, That's really important to me at the end of the day. If you guys aren't enjoying something i want to change it i want to make it as good as possible that's the whole purpose of the show um so let me know your feedback on the show in the comments and if you do listen to us uh on the podcast version please please do um leave us a review there as well on itunes because that helps too um and if you're on uh, youtube and you haven't already i don't know why you wouldn't have but please please do hit that like button here we go let's make our final call of the evening this one's going international hello, hello. good evening mate welcome hello, t- welcome to the chronicles of aguna mate where are you talking to us from yeah i'm calling from naperville um illinois united states brilliant stuff mate what's your name my name is wasiu wasiu welcome mate and uh how is it over there at the moment um pretty much humid pretty much hot right here the sun is you know it's blazing out <laughs> good stuff good stuff it's not been too bad here as well for once we can't complain uh, what have you made of the transfer window mate i know you wanted to get on last week's show <laughs> and, and unfortunately yeah. uh, we ran out of time but what, what have you made of everything up, i've been waking up to the news like you know the timing 
it's kind of like six hours. So I wake up and I check my Twitter account and it's like, it's buzzing. Like, I don't know. The last time we had like bringing like more than five players during the win the window break, I think it was when Atoto was there. I think there was a there was a window that, that time that we had um Matusaka. Yep, Arteta, Andre um, Santos. Emilio, yeah, Santos <laughs> and um, I think a dude we loaned a dude from um was it Chelsea or Liverpool, the Israeli dude. A Benayun, Yossi Benayun. Yeah, I think that was the last time we had like five people coming in in the window. Yeah, um it's been great. Um it, it would have been better, but it's been great. Um we we actually addressed all what we needed. We needed a winger. We got one. Um, someone to replace Ramsey. We got we got it in. Um, a left back. We did. A centre half. I I think Louis is going to do great. Um, he's not the best, but it's better than what we have. Absolutely. I will lie to you. Um, out of the dudes we have. He's just gonna like he's gonna be a strong to the the backline for now. Maybe until Odin comes back, then maybe they could pair up. But pretty much, and I don't know. It's it's been great. Pretty much, um, I I feel more confident right now with the team. Um, <laughs> I don't lie to you. It's um it's been it's been a lot of craziness for for like four or five years now. It's been like it's like we're going down. It's been shit for four or five years, isn't it? Let's be honest, yeah. it's been shit. It's, it's like we're going down, but um, I the board they've done really great from um, from um, um, Raul to Edu to um, the business, the um, Vin. They've really done the business side of it. Um, but I'm sad on something. It will be leaving. Uh, yeah, Me too. yeah, is. I don't know. The money was like like yesterday when he came off for the first beat. I was like, what? I was thinking Everton will come back. But they actually wanted someone. So for them to increase, the the money was too good for us to, you know, to let go. It yeah. was too good. It was too, yeah, it was, too, it was too good. But the business we've done so far, the the, the coming in and going out, I think we've, we've, I think we've been, we've been good. We've been good pretty much. Absolutely. Don't disagree with that, mate. What what do you make of the first game of the season? What's your prediction for Newcastle versus um, Arsenal? Yeah. Um, um St James Park is, is crazy always. Tough place know. to go, isn't it? Yeah, I could go I'll I'll go for a two one to Arsenal. Yeah, I I see them, you know, the tunes army is always crazy. Absolutely. It's like you're going to Ampli is is always crazy. It's yeah. always crazy. Yeah, I I'll 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 Two one, two one, two one. Brilliant two stuff. One, what what, what time is it over there, mate? What what time is it there? Yeah, now? right now is um is four fifteen p.m. Okay, so it's afternoon. So what time will yeah, you no. have to uh? So for you to watch the Newcastle game, if it's a two o'clock kickoff, you'll be like six hours behind them. All right. Yeah. So if it's like a two o'clock kickoff. That's gonna be um eight. Eight a.m. Eight a.m. in the morning. So sometimes. I, you know, all those like on T, T, T cup or kickoff, like 11.45 or 12 noon. So I have to wake up like 6 a.m. to be able to see the game. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's all we do for Arsenal. That is dedication. <laughs> that is dedication. <laughs> yeah, that's all we do for Arsenal. Arsenal <laughs> is, uh, is part of the family and the end time. So 
uh, we eat, we live, we dream. That's it. Absolutely. All the way. All the way. Absolutely, the way. mate. Thank you yeah. so much for coming on, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. I like the program all the time. I, I, I follow you guys. I, you know, your podcast, everything is informative. And um, yeah, yeah. Thank you for calling in. Thank, I, thank you so much. Guys, guys, for having me. No problem, man. We'll speak to you again soon, my friend. All the best. No problem. All the best. Take care. Wow. Call from the States. Brilliant stuff. We're going international uh, these days. Uh, massive thank you to every single one of our callers this evening. We're going to leave it there. We are 17 minutes over, uh, so I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so much. Thank you to everybody in the comments section bel uh, below who's uh, left their thoughts, got involved in the conversation. Um, Paul Friedman says, are you going to share your FPL mini league code? I'll have to tweet out in the morning, mate, because I'll be honest. I haven't done it yet. I haven't done my team yet. I plan to go now, have a nice shower, chill out on the sofa with a nice cup of coffee and put together my fantasy football team. Uh, and then as soon as I do, you guys will know about it. Um, I'll be tweeting it from my personal account, which is at Harry Simeu. And of course, from the um, Chronicles of Aguna 1-2. Don't forget to subscribe, like and share. Please, 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 if you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button. And you can find the podcast afterwards on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, of course, or Spotify. This has been the fans phoning uh, brought to you by the last man standing with loserpool.com as always. And we'll be back next week at the same time, 9 till 10 p.m. every Thursday night. We'll be bringing you the fans phoning until the Europa League starts and then we'll have to shift it around somewhere. Um, unless we're playing at six o'clock in Russia or something like that. Uh, but we'll keep you updated. If you don't already follow us on Twitter, it's at Chronicles underscore AFC. We'll be back very soon. Until then, take care. This is a Sofa Sports Media production. Follow us on Twitter at Sofa Sports Media. Subscribe to our Premier League show by searching for Sofa Sports Media on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you download them from. Join the Sofa Sports Media family to enjoy lots of exclusive content for the 2019-20 season. Sofa Sports Media. Subscribe, enjoy, and join the discussions.